Welcome back to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, powering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today we are talking about why you should articulate your whys. So in this episode, we're going to be discussing the importance of the benefit of articulating your whys, uh, and a few things to stay aware of along the way, and just the importance of reflection in general. And I'm going to start with uh, my experience, as I have been doing so quite frequently, um, but it's just a place I can genuinely speak from and a good reference point for myself. The first thing that I want to mention is that many times we begin things without having a clear picture or understanding of why we want to do them. Or if we do have an idea, it is generally, typically, it's it's very vague. For me, at least, this was the case with running, and that's the example I'm going to start with right now. So I was listening to a podcast one day at work. I still remember that day where I was, where I was standing at work, actually, and I just decided I was going to run a marathon. But if you ask me why... I couldn't really tell you. I didn't have a rational reason for why. I hadn't thought that out yet. It just felt right. It was like a trumpet calling out to me. It just made sense. It was that visceral feeling. This is so often how we begin new things in our lives. We start with a calling to try this thing, to move to that place, to pick up that new habit take that class, go back to school, read that book, follow that path. Often, that is what breaks the ice for us. It helps us get our feet wet before we, you know, think our way out of things. You get some spark. Uh, I'm going to just give you an example. I just was having, I had this spark, this idea come to me, oh, how awesome would it be to go work at a national park this summer? And I was like, that's such a good idea. You know, that would be that'd be such a cool experience. And then I started thinking more about it. I was like, but what about my family? And what about my routine? Am I going to be able to lift? Is there going to be a gym there? What am I going to eat? What am I going to do? Like I started thinking way too much about things. And so I think that little spark that we get before it's it's that just that initial nudge, that push, like these, it's the little nudge that I've spoken about that kind of just beckons to us before we reason our way out of things, before we think too much. It's like a good enough reason to get you started, right? It's a good enough reason. You know, I felt called to do it. It's a good enough reason to get started, but is it a good enough reason to keep you going? I don't think so. Because like falling in love, the excitement of the new cool thing wears off and you're left with this thing that you have to figure out you know is this really what I want and if so why do I want this reality sets in the soberness sets in you're no longer intoxicated from the new high of the new thing and I just want to bring this brings me to my second point that I want to mention um, that there's so many things we do without even thinking about we don't even know why we're doing them. We so easily can go on autopilot doing the same thing day in and day out without ever going beyond the surface level of asking ourselves, hey man, why the hell are you even doing this? And granted, there's things you have to do. You got to fold the laundry. 
you got to go to work. You have to take care of yourself and your family. You have to pay the bills. But I don't believe this is enough to no longer, to just become stagnant in our lives. You just have to understand that our whys are constantly evolving. You know, maybe before you got married and had kids, the point of working a job was so you could buy a new vehicle or go on a trip there with your friends or purchase that new cool thing that you wanted. But maybe now, like that was your why before, but maybe now as you begin to start a family, your why has evolved. It's no longer just about you, but you want to provide for your family, create a good life, you know, give your kids a good future. And sometimes I think too that your why is as boring and as dull as I'm doing this thing, I'm doing X simply because it needs to be done. And there are seasons when this is the case, when the why or the thing, it doesn't set you on fire. But other times, there's your, your why just lights you up. And even the most mundane tasks have a why and a purpose behind them. You know, sometimes there's seasons in my working out journey when I'm not really on fire. I don't really want to do this. There's times in the morning, you know, you don't really want to open your Bible. I don't want to read this anymore. Like I'm, There's those times when that it may be just an ember glowing. You're not on fire for your purpose or for your why. And that's kind of just the reality of things. You can't ride the wave too high or too low. You kind of have to find that middle ground in between. You got to just keep trudging forward. So I've mentioned these two things, you know, getting your feet wet with something new and actually taking some time to reflect on why you may be doing something and being aware that your whys are evolving things. And going back to the first point, you know, after you've gotten your feet wet, like we had mentioned, the newness begins to wear off. Now you're, say, two months into training for that race you signed up for. You're three months out from race day. It's five in the morning on a Tuesday. It's dark and cold outside, and you're wondering, what the hell am I doing? What is this all for anyways? You're not feeling it at all. And that initial stance, that initial thing that got you into it, you know, oh, it just feels right. It just makes sense. It's no longer a strong enough, good enough why. It's no longer serving you. It's now just a thread on the verge of snapping. And it is these times when you must begin to really figure out your why. And honestly, I don't think it comes right away. It's not like you have just some epiphany that comes in a, in a single moment. You keep searching and knocking and asking. Eventually, eventually, you stumble upon a reason that justifies what you're doing just enough that it will keep you moving forward. And I don't really like how I said justifies there, but it's a strong enough why that you think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tough this out. I'm going to keep going forward. It's like you discover, you're trying to uncover a fossil and you just, you've initially discover that one one part of the one part of one bone on the whole body of the whole fossil and it just takes time to continue to brush away to continue to clear ground and uncover more of your why and i want to use a rug metaphor and an anchor metaphor to help illustrate this so when you find that a stronger why it's as if you've dropped down an anchor or it's as if that you have a rug 
on the ground and you've put a nail in that rug. So now you have this anchor, you have this nail to hold you down for now. So again, this is a, a great starting point, but you have to continue to build up from there because as time goes on, another setback's going to come or a person's going to ask you, you know, hey man, why the hell are you doing this? This question or that setback is like someone or something trying to pull the rug away or a storm that comes in trying to move the boat. You know, thankfully, you at least had the one nail in the rug to keep it from being totally ripped away. Thankfully, you had the one anchor down. You know, you did take up some water. You were torn a little bit because you only had one nail in the rug, but you stayed grounded. However, you've come to see, you know, this isn't good enough. I need something deeper, at least another anchor to help hold me down. I need another nail in the rug. And as Carl Jung said, where you stumble, dig for treasure. So this stumbling stone, this little setback, this person asking you something has forced you to go searching for more, which in the end has become a stepping stone because it led you to uncovering another reason of why the heck you're doing something, why the heck you're doing what you're doing. And this is one thing that I have said and learned um, is that for me as a Christian, when someone makes me question my beliefs, it is always let's say as if the world is flipped upside down for a moment, for some time. You know, they make you question everything. But as you keep knocking, keep searching, keep asking, keep praying, you it forces you to either give up your belief or go deeper into your belief. Go deeper in trying to uncover more truth, trying to build upon and strengthen the foundation of why you believe what you believe, why you're doing this thing. And at in the moment, you just want to curse that person and say, screw you, buddy. But in the end, you just want to give them a big kiss on the cheek because thank goodness. Thank goodness you called me out for this thing or you showed me this hole in my reasoning or in my thinking you showed me showed me the leak in my, my foundation because you actually helped me grow stronger in my beliefs and who I am as a person it's that idea of the stumbling stone can become the stepping stone where you stumble dig for treasure and this is the same thing and I also want to mention this um, this is just another thing to keep in mind is that your whys or your why they may not satisfy everyone in fact they will not satisfy everyone people ask you you know why are you doing that? And you will give them your reasons, but it may never be good enough. It may not meet their needs. And that is just something to be okay with and stay aware of. You just have to pay close attention as well to who was asking you about why the heck you're doing something. Who, who is asking you? And as annoying or painful as it might be, as if you, you know you want to justify yourself to them, you just have to find peace in your own reasoning. You're not going to please everyone, and that is okay. So again, these anchors, the nails, are also not just to withstand the outward setbacks, which are just part of any pursuit. You know, you're going to meet obstacles on the way. or And they're not just from the step back, setbacks of others. It, honestly, for me... It's mostly about my own self-doubt. 
you know, there's been so many times when I question this podcast or posting online, you know, what is this all for anyway? Why am I doing this? And honestly, part of it is, especially being a Christian, you know, like, am I doing this for the right reason? Am I doing this to bring myself self-glorification and is it prideful? Like, what is at the root of why I am doing this? Constantly trying to examine my motives and my heart. But along with that, too, it's just natural self-doubt of, like, imposter syndrome. Like, am I worthy of this? Do I, do I even have the qualifications? Do I have the degree to be able to speak about these things or share these things? Who the hell am I? You know, these questions stir up something within us. And at times, I haven't had many nails in the rug. And it caused the rug to be torn. You know, if you have one nail in a rug, someone yanks at it, they're going to rip the nail, they're going to rip the rug up. But if you got 50 nails in the rug, that rug's not going anywhere. I didn't have any anchors to keep me grounded. And I allowed these temporary, momentary feelings, these seasons of self-doubt to override the rational reasoning, reasoning to override the truth. You know, uh, C.S. Lewis had talked about how, in mere Christianity, how we have fears that are not rational. You know, you know that when you go in to have surgery, you rationally know in your mind that they're going to give you anesthesia, I believe is what it is, and that you're not going to feel any pain at all. Like, they're not going to cut you open while you're awake. You know that rationally, yet you still struggle you still have that fear. It's one of those irrational fears where it doesn't make any sense. And I think part of this is too, like there's just these times when I know in my head the reasons I'm doing something, yet those feelings, those fears can really, they can crash upon the boat. They can pull hard on that rug. But I want to mention over time, my questioning has led me to discover many reasons why I'm doing this. It has helped me dig deeper and articulate my whys so when, now, when those waves of self-doubt do come, I have something that is able to withstand the storm. I can keep my head down, not let riding the wave control me, not get too high, not get too low. And that doesn't mean it's easy by any means, but I have my reasons articulated out, which are keeping me grounded. And this is something that has just taken time to reflect upon and hash out. You know, why am I doing what I'm doing? But it also helps me find confidence and peace in what I'm doing. Uh, Chris Williams says this quote uh, from Modern Wisdom Podcast. He said, uh, anytime I... He, he said, anytime I wonder what the heck I'm doing, why am I doing this thing? Anytime I kind of meet a bump in a road, I realize, you know, this is where most people give up, you know, because those moments of self-doubt, these setbacks, they, they hit us and we don't have a strong enough why to keep us going through that, you know, but having that strong, it's, it's what Nietzsche said. If you have a why, you can bear any how. You can get through something because you're grounded in something. And as I mentioned before as well, that our whys are evolving, which means you may eventually find a why as to why it's time to let go of something. And I don't want to, because I don't want to make it seem like these anchors are nails that we have put down become hills to die upon. No, they're evolving. They're what keep us grounded now, but again, they're temporary. 
they're never forever. They're not forever reasons. They're constantly evolving and changing. It doesn't mean we get stuck in our ways, but we're continually trying to be aware, trying to make positive changes, trying to examine the motives of our heart, why we are doing things. And I think the reason why this is so important is because you just you need a foundation to stand upon. Because when setbacks, self-doubt from within, and doubt from others come your way, you got to have that foundation. And Jesus even talks about, you know, if anyone hears these words of mine and puts them in a, into practice, he's like a wise man who has built his house upon the rock. For the rains came, the streams rose up, the wind blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because its foundation had been set upon the rock. You built your house upon the truth, upon stone, not sand. And the more you can connect your why to a bigger, more grounded foundation, the better off you're going to be. Because something that stands together is so much stronger than something that stands alone. You know, I'm running this marathon because, you know, I want to achieve my goal. That's one thing. But also I'm doing this for my health's sake. That's another. To inspire my kids. To share an experience with my friends. Because I find peace in meditation, meditation and running. You know, all of a sudden you have all these things you're connecting this to, which allows you to be more grounded in it versus... Again, how we started, like, oh, it just feels right. Like, that's not going to get you through at mile 22. And I'm not even just talking about marathons. It's life. That it's not going to get you through. You have to have these things. It's like a spider web connected to all these different points to help hold it together. Because you'll only get so far for so long with, oh, it just feels, it just feels right. You know, eventually you have to figure out why the heck you're doing something. And it's not easy work. Again, uncovering a fossil takes time and you usually only start in one spot. And these guys are out there with like little paintbrushes trying to uncover this fossil. You know, it just takes a long time. It takes reflection. And it honestly takes those stumbling blocks. It takes falling down and getting back up time and time again to really reflect upon and uncover why you're doing something and especially just be thankful for the setbacks and the people that make you question things those moments of doubt they're painful and difficult in the moment but they lead you to a deeper understanding if you continue to search and knock and ask and pray uh, thank you guys for listening i hope you found something in this and i hope that you're able to begin to hash out kind of why you're doing something and Honestly, there's a lot of peace in this. People would always ask me like, oh, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And it's like, there's, I can find confidence in having multiple reasons and having thought through why I'm doing something. You know, if it's like, oh, it just feels, it just feels like it, you know, I just feel like doing it. It's like, well, what if you don't feel like it tomorrow? Like that's, it doesn't ground you in anything. That's what kids do. Kids just go and live off how they feel. So having more of a foundation of why you're doing something, you know, you can just you're just more confident by nature in that. Uh, if you guys enjoyed or found something in this, please share. Please let me know. Reach out. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I will see you next time and keep sharpening the iron.